0: Joe, where are you going with that mic in your hand? It's time for school, rock school, with your hosts, Doctor Joe Burns. Hey, you want to come see my my show at the local coffee shop? Oh, I can't make that. You want to come see my show in Kentucky, a mile beneath the surface? Yeah, that one I'll make. <laughs> yeah, that I'm there for that one. <laughs> Class, is this? This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy
1: Burns. Okay,
0: welcome to February. You get an extra day this month. It's a leap year, ladies and gentlemen, and we're probably going to do a show on it, but that's a month away, all the way out in 29 days. Look, it's not what the show is about today, but I wanted to point out all of the fun things that are happening with the Grammys. If you're not following it, you really should jump online and simply search Grammys They fired a new woman they had put in charge. Real quickly, apparently the previous male head of the Grammys made a statement that if women want more Grammys, they should step up. That was his term. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, he got fired. Right. They brought in a woman to head up the Grammys. And I wish I could think of her name off the top of my head, but they brought in a woman to head up the Grammys and they fired her because she had a bad work environment and she was a bully and all mm-hmm. of that. And she made the statement, this is what happens when a woman steps up. So we're in this sort of patent place back and forth. What she's using right now to, I assume, get a bigger bit of money from the Grammys when, when they sort of have to fire her and pay her, mm-hmm. the is the fact that the Grammys are completely rigged. And people are getting on there because they have a product to sell, a song to sell. And she has two specific incidents where Ed Sheeran and Ariana Grande were kicked out of the best song category. Bumped
1: up or bumped down. Bumped
0: out for two people that were coming in. Mm -hmm. And apparently that's just the tip of the iceberg. And she is just going to blow this thing wide open. lady. If you're at all interested, again, go search that up. But Mm -hmm. we did a show on this two years ago. This is really an open secret if you will wow it's
1: been that long
0: right that the grammys are just a little skewed you want to go to see it go to our website southeastern.edu slash rock school southeastern.edu slash rock school when you get there go to the episodes and look for february 5th 2017 almost uh, perfectly two years ago february three years ago february 5th 2017 and we were saying a bunch of the same stuff might do a show on it but maybe not if you remember, this is what we're talking about this week. If you remember, we did a show on weird places that albums were recorded. I do. One was a tire factory. One person did it on a laptop in his bus, that kind of <laughs> thing, or a, a phone in his bus.
1: The moon? Wasn't that one of them also? Well,
0: there was a guy out in space. It was that uh, Canadian guy. Why can't I go? Chris Hadfield.
1: Yeah. Does that yeah. count?
0: I think so. Yeah? I think so. I mean, he. I would give him the world record uh, for the concert highest in there. And I put this together in my head. You and I went to Mammoth Cave with the kids when they were younger. And inside of Mammoth Cave is a God-made amphitheater it is it seated about 300 people and there was a stage and they would bring in quartets they would bring in you know chamber music and Mm -hmm. such and I said have you had a rock band down here and he says no we don't want the stalagmites you know falling down (laughs) like in a bad Sylvester Stallone movie
1: breaking off
0: so it, it those things came together in my head have there been weird places that concerts have taken place of course, oh, yeah. I've played in weird places. Oh, yeah? uh, Jean-Michel Jarre played in front of the pyramids of Giza. Uh, you mentioned Chris Hatfield, who performed up in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bondi Beach has played at the Houses of Parliament. You've probably seen the video. Rage Against the Machine was right there at the New York Stock Exchange.
1: Cool. And the story goes,
0: they didn't have permission. They just (gasps) went in, did it, No. and then split. Uh, Jamiroquai held the world record for a while of highest in the air. I think Chris Hatfield in space beat him. But uh, in 2007, he was 33,000 feet in the air until 2010, when James Blunt was 42,000 feet in the air. I I guess if you want to get on one of those new virgin things that'll go into space, you can take a swing at it. Just take off. And this is the one we're going to play at the bottom of a salt mine a kilometer under where the sun does shine it says here the queens of the stone age in 2017 put on a concert and quote now we are officially the most underground rock band in the world thank you very much josh homie said that and by the way during this show when you listen to it i i can only apologize for a lot of the audio but we have the audio from these concerts. Some of it good, some of it bad. The White Stripes, really bad audio. <laughs> oh, but we're boy. not playing them right now. It's Queens of the Stone Age from a Kilometer Underground here on Rock School. Please
2: welcome on stage the legendary Queens of the Stone Age.
0: Out of Queens of the Stone Age let me give you one or two more that we're not going to play Johnny Cash played in prison you know that he was in uh, San Quentin and also Folsom prison Wow. however he's not the only one to do it mm-hmm. it says here the Sex Pistols thought that was cool and they performed at Chelmsford prison in 1976 so a lot of other people have done that and the one we're going to play ladies and gentlemen I mentioned it during the first break so I might as well do it in 2007 Fans in Winnipeg were alerted online, and I love this. There's a little place in town called The Spot, yeah. and you have to be online. They don't announce it. If you're not in their social media, they don't know, but they have you're concerts. are in, yep. White Stripes did this. They said that a gig was going to happen, and about 20-odd people showed up for this thing. They all came to a designated <laughs> meeting point where they all got on a bus that the White Stripes had bought out. Oh? And it it picked up Jack and Meg at the uh, at the next stop and they sang about a 20 song concert. All I have, yes, all I have is somebody's cell phone video, which is always just the greatest audio in the world. So I'm gonna play that for you. This is a little bit of Hotel Yorba, concert on a bus. Why not? Here on Rock School.
3: (laughs) Just, just, just Hello, oh, no, operator. No, no. You guys are like the yeah. awesomest.
0: Again, apologizing for the audio, but you could hear it was a whole lot of fun. I thought
1: it was. I thought it sounded pretty good. Yeah,
0: wheels on the bus and Hotel yorba there from Love the White Stripes. Yeah. Love it. Uh, would you go to see a concert at a mental hospital, you Tammy Burns?
1: Yes, you would. I would. God, you're
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. It says here that the cramps. Lux Interior made the statement, and somebody told me you people are crazy. This is what he said to the audience. Mm -hmm. And someone told me you people are crazy, but I'm not so sure about that. You seem to be all right to me. So the Cramps played uh, a 20-minute concert with about 200 patients watching. Aw. That's kind of sweet. Really?
1: I think so. You think so? Well, shouldn't everybody have music?
0: I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I, I feel bad about what I said now. Please ignore. I'm going to kick you now. real
1: hard the next time you say that. I'm
0: going to have to give music or money to someone. Metallica mm-hmm. in 2017 becomes the first band to play on every continent. Wow. To which you say, but Joe. Antarctica is a continent. Mm -hmm. Did they play there? Yes, they did. And by the way, the video of it is everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It says here they're the first band to perform on every continent. Lars and everyone else played to an audience of about 120 people. Did they win a contest, or did they just happen to no, be they're up there? No, they're
1: up there working, I'm sure.
0: Or was it the 120 people that set the stage up, and they just went ahead and played Maybe. to them? Yeah. It says here they were under a plastic dome. I'm sure that kept them really warm.
1: Sounds like uh, The Simpsons, doesn't it? The <laughs> Simpsons.
0: And they were adjacent to the Argentine heliport of Carlini. I have audio of it. This is Metallica playing on the seventh content, or continent. I was scared I wouldn't get the number of continents right, and so I screwed up the word continent. It's Metallica here on Rock School. Okay, coming into the first break, I have a question for you. Ask. This is going to sound like I'm way off topic, but I'm actually not. I'm going somewhere with this. Do you remember how many? When I was doing radio full time, mm-hmm. do you remember how many companies there were that would do stupid things with your disc jockey? We will put him in a rocking chair that's forty foot tall. A ton. Right. We yeah. on, on Flag Day, we will put you in a giant lift, a giant cherry picker,
1: or the largest flag,
0: or the largest flag, and hang it from beneath you. We mm-hmm. will put your disc jockey, you know, in a cage and yeah. let people throw things at him. Oh yeah. It's it's, it's not just that vat of water that you sit on and people throw, mm-hmm. you know, balls trying to hit the thing what so you go in Joe? the water. One guy said, and this was up north, one guy said he would create an um, ice room. He would use water and freeze it into a two-room space
1: Right. that
0: you would then take that two-room space and put it somewhere. We'd have put it in Hagerstown, Maryland. That was sort of the biggest around. Right. And then the disc jockey would do his Friday show Mm -hmm. and be there Saturday and get out Sunday. So (gasps) I would sleep inside this thing for two nights. To which I said to the guy, and I'm not kidding about Mm -hmm. this, to which I said to the guy, okay, you said it's got two rooms in it. Is one of them a bathroom? He says, no, it's a privacy room, but we can't install plumbing because it will freeze. Uh-huh. I said, okay, so what do I do when nature comes a knocking on the ice door? With your
1: privacy. With
0: your privacy. Mm-hmm. He said, well, you're going you're gonna to follow a special diet before you, I swear this is true. You're going to follow a special diet and we're going to have bags that attach to this thing that you go in.
1: Oh, no. That ended
0: it right there. No. No, no. Who I was, said yes? I don't know. They, I don't remember it ever happening, but I remember specifically being pitched at. Okay, why? Well, there's a band called <laughs> Little Boots. And in April, 2013, they performed inside of a soundproof plastic box. So you went to the box, this band is performing, you could hear nothing,
1: mm. but
0: there they were performing. And again, that's what I kept asking the guy. Mm. Okay, so I'm in an ice, Room. Yeah. What do I do? Nothing. Will people come and look at me? We hope so. We're going to advertise it. This group went into a box and they played and no one could hear them, but they looked at them. And when I read about that, all I could think was they might as well have been in that ice box that the guy was attempting to sell to us. Maybe it's the
1: same guy.
0: It is. It's probably the same guy. Tell me who's listening to us on the Rock School show.
1: KNHS, Lafayette, Louisiana. Fantastic.
0: Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, The Great Wall of China. How about that?
1: That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. I boys! love that.
0: Boys to Men have done it. Alicia Keys has done it. Cindy Lauper has done it. And Wham!, I believe I am probably not gonna get this right but I'm almost positive they're the first Western pop band Mm -hmm. to play there as a matter of fact they turned it into a video for the song freedom back in 1985 yeah but it apparently is becoming a popular place to go and perform the Great Wall of China cool now do you know who the Westboro Baptist Church is no no. Every time you see a military funeral, mm-hmm. or you see a funeral of somebody who passed away because of AIDS, or someone who passed away who was in some way something they don't agree with, okay. right? This is the group that shows up with those big rainbow oh, signs. God hates, and yes, then pick yes, your word. Yes. And they are out there and they scream and yell, and the hell's angels say they're going to beat them up, and they still come. And the
1: you, you, how in the world are you going to tie that into this show?
0: In August 2011, the Westboro Baptist Church picketed a Foo Fighters gig in Kansas City. Why? I don't know. Oh, I no. mean, can't you can't you guys get a hobby? Can't they like the Foo Fighters?
1: Everybody (laughs)
0: likes the Foo Fighters. The the Foo Fighters are the Tom Hanks of music. Oh, my gosh. Nobody dislikes the Foo Fighters. The band responded by finding out where Westboro Baptist Church was picketing next. Mm -hmm. They put on, do you remember, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? at the end where they had those big, long fake beards on? The band put on those fake beards put all their equipment on the back of one of these long Uh semi-trucks and then slowly drove past (laughs) the picketing of Uh the Westboro Baptist Church and sang the song, Keep It Clean. People who were there, stated the protesters, began to smile and clap their hands. Yeah, and, they and thought all it was great, huh? They <laughs> thought it was great, not knowing that these are the people you just picketed last oh night. Oh, my gosh. God may ha- hate that, but God likes the Foo Fighters. Yes, he does. Again, it's all on video. I'm going to play the audio for you, but if you want to see it, just go onto YouTube and sort of put in the keywords that are about what I just said. Here you go. It's Foo Fighters on Rock School.
3: A little song for you. It's called Keep It Clean. It sounds like this. Keep it clean, my mom must Keep it clean, keep it clean, my mama said. Keep it clean. Driving all night, gotta.
0: of the hour just a little bit late I looked it up real quick it was in Kansas City that this happened okay. so if that helps you find it on YouTube you're gonna love the video it's absolutely wonderful how about in an elevator in, no. 20, in 2007, Arcade Fire performed Neon Bible and a series of other songs in an elevator in Paris for anyone who wanted to get on and listen to the concert. Okay,
1: well that's not so bad And then. they
0: just kept going up, up and, down. and going down up and going up and, down. and going down. Time for 7 Days in 70 Seconds. These are the rock and roll dates. January 27th into February 2nd. Welcome to the month of February. We're twelfth of the way through the year. You got Monday, Tammy. Go.
1: January 27th. 27th, 1984, Michael Jackson has his hair set on fire during a Pepsi commercial shoot.
0: Ouch. January 28th, 2014, Motley Crue publicly signs a cessation of touring contracts, stating they must disband after the last tour, which, by the way, Tammy and I bought tickets to. We paid entirely too much. And they're touring again.
1: Aw, January 29th, 1969, the Glen Campbell Good Time Hour debuts on CBS. My
0: mother loved so did Glenn I. Campbell. So my, my father would walk around the house going, "Ha!
1: I'm Glenn Campbell! I can imagine.
0: Just making fun of her. January 30th, 1969, the famous Beatles Apple rooftop concert takes place.
1: Oh, that's a good spot. Yeah. January 31st, 1967, John Lennon buys the poster in a Kent antique shop that will inspire the song being for the benefit of Mr. Kite.
0: February 1, 1975, Elvis arranges a birthday present for then seven year old Lisa Marie. She wanted to meet Elton John, and so she did. February 2, 1974, Barbara Streisand gets her first number one song with the way we were. Well, we're talking about weird places to have concerts. I just mentioned that back in 1969, the famous Beatles Apple rooftop concert takes place. Mm -hmm. It was in the documentary, Let It Be, so we have really, really good audio of it. Technically, it took place on the roof of the Apple offices in Marylebone. And it was, indeed, their final public performance. And I believe Billy Preston is with them on organ. Really? Beatles on Rock School. (laughs) Okay, coming into the second break, because I'm either talking too much or I picked entirely too long a song, The Defile. That's a band. It's a a sort of industrial metal band. They played on a floating iceberg. As a matter of fact, they were put into the Guinness World Records book in 2016 because it was the first ever, and probably for intelligentsia's sake, the last time ever that somebody played on a float oh it was surrounded by boats it got pushed around just to make sure it didn't you know Mm -hmm. wander off into the arctic but they played on an ice float why it was part of the jägermeister ice cold gig okay jägermeister the next year Puts out the challenge again, Mm -hmm. do something, do a concert, do something in the ice ice cold. There's another band called Terrassic T that decided to play in an igloo in Finland to which you say, I mean, how do you get an igloo built that big? How do you do it? Well, you ask the people who are coming to see you to build it. It says here that people traveled from hundreds of miles away and helped the band and some professionals build a stage out of. On it says here 150 kilogram blocks of ice. You're better at that than me. How big is that block of ice? It's big, big, it's heavy. It says here the band then played an entire hour in the icy cold weather. My guess is because it's the Jägermeister Ice Cold Challenge. Yeah. They were just a little filled up with. Jaeger.
1: I hope they had a lot of professionals helping.
0: I would think because that would get slippy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Who's listening to us?
1: W W N W New Wilmington PA.
0: Good enough. Back in a minute here in Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, we're talking about weird places to perform. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there are cruise ship performers. These are the people that that's their job. But is it weird anymore to say that a rock band is playing on a cruise ship? I don't think so. We saw the monkeys on a cruise ship. We saw somebody else on a cruise ship. I don't remember who it was. What it was, they flew them in and, and they played and they flew back out. When I right? say the monkeys, it was really Mickey Dolans mm-hmm. who played a lot of monkey stuff. Um, There's the KISS cruise, there's the oldies cruise, I've seen a blues cruise, which is kinda cool because it rhymes, and I saw a progressive rock Cruise on the facial book what not too that? long ago. What is that? I don't even
1: know what that is. Think
0: Rush. It, progressive is extremely difficult rhythms, extremely difficult music, and it's always in these weird time signatures. It's kind of odd when they go into 4-4. Four, four. Yeah,
1: well, how do you dance to that? That's
0: well, that's the fun thing. It's something you sit and listen to. I just wonder there's a motion in the ocean that seems to be 4-4 four, four That's something so.
1: else they're talking about.
0: So there's this band on stage that's playing in five-quarter time <laughs> and another one that's going out at 15 16 and another one that's playing in seven-eighths. Oh, and my
1: head hurts. It's
0: in, in the ocean gets screwed up, and the tides don't work. Here's the one we're going to play. How about 303 meters below sea level?
1: Hmm? Mm, hmm? My ears hmm? are popping already. There's
0: a woman named Katie Melua, I believe is how it's said. She was for a while Britain's biggest-selling female artist, and in 2006, there was this rig named the Staten Troll. And what happened, it was it was owned by Norway. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they say, we need to do something to sort of pitch the fact that this rig has turned 10 years old. Yeah. And what they did was they put her equipment on one of those gargantuan elevators, took her all the way to the bottom, and she sang a few songs and on and on. And by the way... You can find it in record stores, you can find it online, you can find it on YouTube. It's called Katie Melua Concert Under the Sea. It happened October 2nd, 2006. And here's one from Katie from way down there. And of course, it's underwater, so it sounds like this. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Not funny. No. Here on Rock School.
2: If a black man is racist, is it okay? if it's a white man's racism that made him that way cause the bully is the victim they say by some sense they're all the same cause the line between wrong and right is the spiders when the piano keys are black and white but they sound like a mill-
0: All right, coming into the last break we're talking about concerts that happened in weird places pink floyd played at pompeii
1: really yeah how do you get permission to do that
0: did it in 1971. that's how they did it it was turned into an album and you can find pink floyd at pompeii we talked about jamiroquai and I think it was James Blunt both mm-hmm. playing in a plane. Well, the people of Corn did it as well in 2005. They went up and they had their instruments with them. Right. And they found out that there really wasn't a whole lot of amperage. I mean, you can't plug everything in on a plane because <laughs> the purpose is, you know, to keep the aircraft in the air yeah. far more than your martial we'll a, amp blaring. acoustic stuff. They did do it acoustic. However, they were still overpowering the singer. So what the singer did was took that, Microphone that the stewardesses is, is, is use. Uh-huh. If you, you know, to fasten your seatbelt, put the little end into the big end, and in case of loss of cabin pressure, a the margarine cup will fall out of the sky. And that's how he sang. And you say to yourself, that's great. I'd like to see that. You can. No. It is. It's up on YouTube. Go knock yourself out. The Hollywood Forever Cemetery. This is the one obviously in Los Angeles. Got all the famous people in it. Mm -hmm. It was such a huge tourist attraction. Anyway, those who owned it decided to keep the people around. In 2002, they began doing movies and then slowly worked their way Into concerts.
1: It's a beautiful piece of land. Yeah, show
0: Sunset Boulevard.
1: Nice. That would be
0: great there. The Flaming Lips uh, played, and they came out, and the first words they said, and I'm not lying about this, was, woo. It's dead in here tonight, don't you think?
1: No, I don't
0: know. Was that good? Was yeah, that bad? too soon. All right, we talked about the Sex Pistols during, I think, the very first break. The fact that they, because Johnny Cash played in a the prison, they played in a prison. Yep, yep. But the big one they are known for was when they played on a barge on the Thames. It's it may be one of the greatest PR stunts ever. I mean, of the great rock and roll swindle, Malcolm McLaurin, who was in charge of them, booked the band to play on this barge to mark the Queen's Silver Jubilee in 1977. They were right in front of the Houses of Parliament and they blasted into anarchy in the UK.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: So there's video of it all over the place. So we'll play a little bit of that. And if we run out of time, maybe we'll throw on some of those flaming lips and that'll do it. Concerts in weird places. I still think it would be great to be able to put on a guitar show there in Mammoth Cave.
1: Oh, I agree. The
0: problem is I don't know that I could get anyone to, you know, hey, you wanna come see my my show at the local coffee shop? Oh, I can't make that. You wanna come see my show in Kentucky, a mile beneath the surface? Yeah, that one I'll make. Yeah, that I'm there for that one. We're done, class is dismissed.